All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Daddy Long, that guy. And shout out to Red Light Crew. Hey, you're one of 12 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. Yeah, you know what? The, to define that uh, uh, better, um, I think the key there is... Uh, I just lost my trend of thought. Episode 130, Nation Real Life, Tyler Yeremchuk in studio with Wanye, Jay, Fagged Milk. Got all the names right this time. No Chalmers, no guest either. We thought for a bit that maybe we would have a guest in this week. Not this week, but I got like a handful ready to go for the next sort of month-ish. A couple nice. of good commitments. Hockey players are gone. They're at co- they're at their cottages for July. They're busy. They're gone fishing, things like that. Well, you got super so fishing. You got catfish, son. On our guest today, yeah, catfished. Mm-hmm. We're even talking to an NHL player. Mm-hmm. Right, you've been tricked exactly. by a bot. It's probably Chalmers with a wig pretending mm-hmm. to be an NHL player. You also go with cottage too. Okay. Yeah, that's very East Coast. That's very East. Well, that's because hockey players are, you know, Ontario boys and all that. So whoa, like cottage. Is cottage an East Coast word? Oh yes, yes. yes. What do we call, we call them? Cabins. And it's also called a roof, not a rough, or a boot, a boat. Okay, so they're at the cabin or Putin, not Putin. 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 So they're at the cabin. Um, but next week, we're hoping we'll got, have someone lined up within the next two weeks for sure. Um, a couple other, a former oiler, two two former oilers mixed in in August that we'll have on. So, uh, Boy, howdy. We, we got a bit of a guest list going here. We're going to crank it up. More than 12 Good. listeners, you know. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, we should talk about that. I'd like to talk about that just a little bit today uh, to get off. To a good start, bag milk. We were looking earlier. We have the the download numbers here mm-hmm. for March, April, May, June, and a bit of July. Thank you for putting that together, your M check for the Oilers Nation Radio and for Real Life. 
and it is an interesting thing to look at. Growing. Growing. We're over 12 listeners, but we'll never, you know, our first 12 were the most important. After that, everybody's just a hanger on. It's a bot. Yeah, it's a bot. It's a bot. What do you think, when you're looking at the, so we're doing like an annual review of the nation. We're looking at everything we've done in the last 12 months. It's the off season. And like when you're looking, going for a bag milk at two shows, we have Oilers Nation Radio, which is available on all the same platforms. It comes out on Friday. And then we've got Nation Radio, or sorry, uh, Real Life, don't the name of the old podcast, uh, which comes out generally on a Monday or Tuesday. What's your vision for these two types of shows going forward? What are they going to be like? Well, I think this one, Real Life, is fun to have legitimate conversations with people. I think about when we had Ladislav Schmid in and he was talking about the coming up, whereas ON Radio is specifically a Weathers talk. We recap the week. We look at what's coming ahead. We're going to preview games in season. We're going to do all that shit that you want from an Oilers-specific podcast, where this one is a little bit different in the sense that we can go pretty much anywhere. Well, it's really what the names imply, right? That is a real-life, real-life Oilers Nation radio is more or less like a one-hour radio show about the Oilers, right? Don't you agree? Yeah, I, <laughs> staring at me. I didn't want to talk over everybody, but yeah, no, I, I I do agree. I think that it's going to be really important. It's one thing to say, you know, we intend to go out and get a long list of guests, mm-hmm. and that requires some tricks. Whether we're trying to get like active Oilers, which requires one set of protocols to be followed, former Oilers, former NHL players, people who are just interesting to talk to. The who's the chap who came down the sports psychologist? Yeah, he was great. Amazing, Doctor Hanson. Doctor Hanson. Right, came. He had a sports psychologist yeah. explain to us like basking in reflective glory. That was like interesting. And and you know, remember he made a prediction or uh, an observation about who should be the winger with Connor McDavid, Cassian, and yeah, how the season it. ended. Yeah, he nailed it. He said he just needed that opportunity. He wants to come back. Yeah, yeah. So we'll bring him back because he's got some new takes because he's got another year of data under his belt. When I think about nation real life going forward i think about like you said your amtrak being like largely driven off of guests and it's hard to do and one of the reasons we're so happy that you've joined the team is that you have access to like a completely different little black book of people than we do um but also the ability like you're you're not afraid to like reach out to people Hmm. be like hey you i insist that you come on this show which i think for a lot of people is just like that's scary i don't want to figure out where dean mccammond is and try and get in touch with him or they think like you have the chops to do it yeah, I should find out where Dean McCammond is. I'd love to know where Dean McCammond is. Yeah, I mean, the worst someone's ever going to say to you is no or not text you back or take like a month to reply. But like either way, Or catfish way, right? you. The, or catfish me. Pretend to come on a show, but probably not even be a real person. We're going to think we have an ex-NHLer or current NHLer, I should say, blah, coming on next week. And it's just going to be like some random. Yeah, it's just shows me up. texting you. It's <laughs> I Am Bikes again. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Bugger, you got us again. I would love to talk just as much to former Oilers as I would current Oilers. I think the experience of having worn the copper and blue or the blue and orange or the whatever the hell colors it was when you went through, that's very interesting to me. And there's no end to old Oilers stories that I would want to listen to. Well, and especially like from the story side, because it's also like an education piece because we've got, you know, our our listeners, all 12 and readers of the site, which is more than 12, uh, you know, the age varies. So it's good to educate the young about the cool stories of the past. Uh, and also just bring up some stories from the past that happened during like our generation when we were kids, seeing what's going on. Because we just saw what was happening on the ice and knew nothing behind the scenes. So it's super cool. It makes them relevant. I think like the statute of limitations on a lot of those secrets too have run out. 
Oh, yeah. So you're not like, one time, Marty McSoy and I were at Grand Central Station, and we bought a tray of Bahama Mamas. Like, it doesn't matter anymore, right? Like, everybody... You know, I think a lot of players, rightfully so, especially in the social media age, are really like protective of their private lives, mm-hmm. and I get that. But I don't think we want to necessarily be like intrusive and like nope. asking you a bunch of awkward shit. But we do want to hear the stories for with the boys having a laugh about whatever the hell you found was funny, like the Smeed Show bag mug. I thought was a great show when he talks about the day he got traded, where he was like in a bar and Brian Burke was like. Um, it's pretty loud in there. And Shmi's like, yeah, because it's like 10 o'clock at night and I'm like drunk. No He's kidding. like, I told the bar to be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> be quiet, everybody. Like, yeah, I love those kinds of stories. I think all fans of, even if you're not like a diehard Oilers fan, like I would listen to a podcast where they talk to a guy who played three games as an Oiler or someone who played 12 seasons with the Flames, right? Like it doesn't really matter who they played for. You just want to get kind of that insight. You want to get to know them better. And we're, you know, working towards our, our 10,000 hours principle of get, you get it good at something if you do over 10,000 hours. And that means we have to keep podcasting until the year 4,100. But a lot of our shows in the first hundred and what are we at right now? 130. Yeah. So, you know, we're getting those 10,000 hour principle underneath our belt. We're only at 130, but it's getting a feel for talking amongst ourselves, how to pronounce properly, how to not have plosives, how for me to put my head at the mic, how for Jada to put his hands down when he's talking. But I think we're largely getting there. And we're at the point of the show's arc where we're starting to interview people who are the type of people we would like to interview. And I think we've done a good job. You know, when I look at the numbers on an interview with a guy like Schmied, and like 18,000 people listen to the first half. That to me is amazing. That's like Ladislav Schmid fans. It's not about us. That's Ladislav Schmid fans wanting to know what half, how Ladislav Schmid's doing. And if we're the conduit to give people like a refresher on players or updates on how they're doing or wherever they're at, I think that's a really cool show. Yeah. The thing that was great about that one is it was just a genuine conversation. It wasn't the, you know, you can listen to a Ladislav you can listen to a Laddie Smead interview anywhere and have them ask the same 10 questions. Mm-hmm. That wasn't like that. that is was one of the questions of Chalmers just... or someone like Chalmers lecturing Schmied about a minor hockey tournament uh, yeah. he was in in Czech and telling Schmied that he probably sucked if he didn't play in the tournament? If there's one thing in, in, in the process of 10,000 hours when you have a guest is you have to make it about yourself. Absolutely. You have to. I think that's so funny, though. Like, the funniest thing about... Ch- I think Chalmers on the show, and he's not here, and he'll never listen, so it's fine. I think he's been a great addition. Oh, because yeah, funny. he makes it about himself. And I, I know. And it's just classic. Like, when he interrupted Davidson talking about... About, about to tell us about the Nuge. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, the Nuge has racehorses, Wanye. In fact, I roomed with him on the road for years. Here's what I'm about to tell you. And then Chalmers interrupted to tell him how his uncle has racehorses. That yeah. is amazing... <laughs> content and frustrating for the listener and hilarious for us right because you're like i don't care about chalmers a guy I don't knows uncle having racehorses but the fact that he has the brass to make it about himself is funny yeah no it's gonna be he, he definitely uh adds an element to the show which i think is gonna because of his approach he's a wild card he's a wild but but it's good it's because it's gonna bring some good like infighting in the set and 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 it'll start building a show within the show which i think is going to be hilarious because we need like when he does that like we immediately jump on him call him out and he's just like i think he was super nervous too so i think he had like six ryan cokes or something before the interview so he was so nervous of course he's going to jump on a horse riding rant about his uncle 
Uh, but uh, so he brings that dynamic. So I think one thing we need to focus on and hone in on is like if we gotta we we have to we have to keep him in line. And, and part of that will be like that'll be funny shit when we do that because mm-hmm. Charles would have done something crazy, which is what we want him to do, and then some crazy hilarious argument will blast out and 10 minutes have gone by he dominates the conversation too which i think is like hilarious and i respect it Mm. like when you listen to go back and listen to older episodes and char just keeps like cutting in and talking and you do it too you're i think that's great right like this should be like a dog pile of ideas and shit you want to say and people talking over each other because that's how people sit and talk in real life yeah like the show real life right and so like you you've been an awesome addition to the show and I, and I think that Chalmers has too Chalmers takes it very seriously the other night we had a phone call about the show and he was like you gotta listen to this podcast you gotta listen to this podcast I'm like Chalmers I'm not doing any of that shit fuck you you listen to those podcasts and distill them down for me and he said that there's I can't remember the names of who he's talking about I don't really care but there is like a bunch of podcasts now that are getting really big where people talk to people about shit you wouldn't expect them to talk to them about. Mm-hmm. So they have an athlete on the show and they somehow fall down a rabbit hole of music and they just talk about music the entire time. And people get to the end, they're like, well, you didn't even ask that NFL player about whatever the fuck it was. And Chalmers is like, that is interesting. That's the kind of shit that we need to do. And I think he has the right idea. Oh, no, 100%. I think it's just obviously a little bit about their craft, but it's more about the person. How hard is it, your M Chuck, to get like, We'll call. I don't want to. With no disrespect to AM radio guys, twelve sixteen six thirty Cheddar rad, but they have like their usual suspects. Yeah, of people that are like well ingrained in the radio for the right reasons. They're good guests and they talk well. Um, I would like to try to avoid the people you can hear on the radio who have already quote unquote made it and they're regular guests and get new voices talking. Yeah, and I think part of it too is the podcast and the AM radio scene, especially in sports, like having my foot in both. It's completely different because the podcast thing is once a week. The radio thing, like all of our listeners, or I shouldn't say all, 85 to 90% of our listeners are people at work. Yeah. And a lot of times they really like that. It's not repetitiveness is maybe a bad word, but the regularity of it. Yeah, it's where, like a known world of characters, yeah, right? And no like, disrespect to like, what's the fitness guy, Crushell or whatever? Jeff Crushell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. I love Crusher. Amazing. But like he's already on the radio a whole yeah. bunch and has said his piece kind of in my mind. Yeah. How hard is it to go out and get an the, the non-usual suspects? It's really hard, especially just because like athletes especially are like this. And like I'm having that right now with the podcast too. They're naturally skeptical of media because obviously media and sports media too has a bad reputation of taking things and making them scandals, overblowing them. You feed it to the fans who are obsessive and the fans spin it a certain way. So I think a lot of times people are just kind of a little bit skeptical that they're going to come do a podcast or a radio show or anything and just be like put on the spot and grilled and be expected to like have all these stories and takes that are going to like blow people's minds when they're maybe like not totally comfortable doing that. And I think that's part of the art and why I think real life could work in the sense of like getting these athletes on and just let them know like, hey, man, we're not here so that you rat on that one teammate who like got put on waivers because he did a bunch of blow one night, right? Like, shit like <laughs> that. are you like, talking not- about your Amtrak? I'm obsessive and want to know every detail. <laughs> right, but, like, I think just trying to get them in, I mean, like, hey, you know, we want to talk about, like, this dope-ass charity event you do, this, what kind of music you're into, what did you do when you were a player to, like, completely unplug from hockey? Tell us the funny story of when you got sent on waivers and had to ride the bus in Birmingham for six months and how terrible that was. Like, I think that's the type of angle fans want. I don't think they necessarily want to hear about, like, yeah, this one time me and star player X got railed in a like right like 
No one wants Rails. Wow. Railed. Yeah. Who's the star Jeez. player? I'm obsessive and want to wow. know. Wow. I think controversial. Picturing some kind of pig roast situation that I don't know. Yeah. Bio I, I stuff. I took that a bad way. Bio but, stuff is still interesting too. Like, yeah. I, I like to know about the come up. Mm-hmm. I like to talk about minor hockey. The struggle. The feel good stuff of all yeah. of it, right? Context. I want to know. I think that like we talked about this with the Nuge, right? How many years has the Nuge been in Edmonton now? He's nine years now. He's going he was on. Drafted in eleven. Twenty eleven. Yeah, eight or and, nine. Oh my yeah. God, ninth year. So, Bag Milk. Since the Nuge came into the league, could you argue that Jay is one of his more voracious fans? And Jay, would you agree that Bag Milk is a very good Nuge fan as well? Well, first of all, he didn't acknowledge that I was a good fan. Of course, you are. Oh, so okay, it's a race between sure. Jay and I. I know you have the Nuge jersey. I respect it. Okay, that was the very first Oilers jersey I ever purchased with my own money. Nuge is my only Oilers jersey. Go ahead. Okay, and so, it's the only one I wear to the ODR because that's who I want to be. Mm-hmm. With the exception of the racehorses and the story about how he had a hard time in the come up and couldn't play hockey for a year because of funds and writing a check back to his old club later on when he got balling and the fact he's getting married, which we can talk about in a minute. What else do you know about the Nuge's bio? Zero. He's these Fort Knox of, of, of information in the sense of we don't, no one's ever gotten inside and extracted the story of the Nuge. All I know is that nobody's ever said a bad word about him ever. And I... I I would love to have him in this room. I don't know how I would act, but probably uh, like I did when I talked to Everly. Oh, I'll swallow my tongue! Like I, I, I'd have to try to suppress the inner fanboy and actually have a real conversation with him. But I would love to know more about him. I've, I've heard rumblings of him. I know, I know, I, I know the, I know his his hairdresser, or hair style, whatever. Like the guy who goes to get his hair cut by, and says nothing but great things about him. But like. I don't know if he's even. I think they're kind of more transactional conversations. I don't know if he has. A, he's had a chance to I dive he deep. Tips very well, but yeah. for a guy that's been with the team for nine years, endured the pain that he's endured in the in the rotating door of coaches and GMs. Like we gotta, people need to know need to know more of this guy because like we love this guy and we'll really love him. I know if we know more about him, and that's what's being kept away from us. So I do. I think it'd be great to do an interview with Nuge. And then as an aside, do like a five, 10 minute vice style mini bio video on him. I would like to interview him on horseback. Oh, that'd be really nice. Riding through the river valley on horseback. Was it Old Town Road? Uh, Cotton Eye Joe. Okay. I saw you taking heat for that on Twitter the other day. I, I, I take heat for on Twitter for two things nonstop. Cotton Eye Joe and being a undercover flame fan allegedly i am with you for cotton eye joe coming back i just think it needs a remix oh no, I, I, I but that's what it should I be i bet you cotton eye joe and old town road could be mixed together oh of course but that's the thing like like <laughs> and, 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 and it was your idea to remix cotton eye joe making the goals but like let's own it i know it's a terrible song but like that's who a cares great song it reminds you of being an oilers game absolutely well but it, it, it's because i we, love cotton Eye it Joe. is it is deeply rooted to oilers games because the oilers made the mistake slash genius idea of continually to play it non-stop way past its expiration date sometimes so let's own it times. yes i think that's funny if if like that'll get people talking about the oilers from outside markets being like did you hear their goal song like was that cotton eye joy just heard yeah it was yeah but marshmallow remixed it yeah Somebody, well, somebody relevant. It'd be great. It'd be fantastic. All right, we'll dig into a little bit more Oilers talk in a second. got to step aside and hear from our good friends at Japa. Have you got holes to dig, earth to pack, and roads to build? Then you need to call Japa Machinery Group. Does your equipment need a service? You can't fix stupid, but here at Japa Machinery Group, we can fix everything else. 
with a full range of parts to keep your equipment running smoothly. Chapman Machinery Group is a family-operated and Alberta-grown business. Here to help build a bigger and better Western Canada. Give us a call or visit us at chapamachinery.com. Chapman Machinery Group, join the family. Big thanks to our good friends at Japa. As always, welcome back. Episode 130 of Nation Real Life. Jay, Bag Milk, Wanye, I'm Tyler Rumchuk, all sitting in the Little Brick studio. And during the commercial break, everyone talked about the Nuge. His body specifically, you Rumchuk, as I know you enjoy when we go into player body types. Yeah, you're real uptight. Come on, guys. This is right up your alley. Nine years the Nuge has been an oiler. Nine years. Nine. So I was saying, when you look at him, do you see a pro athlete? Yes, man. He's thick. The Nuge must be up to 12 mustache hairs now. Compared to when he first got here, no doubt. His neck is thick as his head these days. His I don't, mustache is 1,200% as thick as it was when he Absolutely. Arrived. Oh, that's, that's that's easy for him to achieve. His ear hair is going to outgrow his face hair, face hair here in no time. But uh, one thing, I don't see enough of him outside of his equipment. I've seen him at like some charity events, but he's in a suit. But like, I bet you if you saw him in a polo and shorts and flip-flops, you could tell by his body, he is some kind of hockey player. I saw a picture of him today on his soon-to-be wife's Instagram, and he is looking fit as fuck. Are you forgetting when him and Everly went to Vegas and wore those Cirque du Soleil spandexes and I became a woman that night? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the new... So, see, the new just got a wild side we need to talk about. Of course he does. He was wearing them spandex joints. They were hot. <sighs> well, hey, shout out. Congrats the Nuge. He's getting married today, right yeah. away. Any Good moment, maybe he just did. Another thing we didn't know about him. Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Love. Nuge. Mr. and Mrs. Nuge and Hawkins. Girlfriend. Long time both girlfriend. last names? You'd think so, right? Or did she well, pick a side? I just think you go Nuge. <laughs> she, the, she's going to make her pick a side. Yeah. Decide who you like more, <laughs> my stepdad or my mom. Mm-hmm. I like it. I don't know. Our friend uh, at ATB asked uh, for eight Keep Nuge Forever shirts to send a Nuge for him and his uh, um, best groomsman. For real. Yeah, so. See, he's good with that kind of stuff. He's in there. He's sending stag gifts and John shit. Winwick at ATB is honestly one of the best humans in the world. And he thinks about everyone else and wants to help them whenever he can make a connection for anything. Uh, he was he, the guy who let me talk to Mrs. Everly. <gasps> yeah. wow. His mom, Jordan's mom, not wife. Yeah, he, he's the one who invited me to to, to Vegas with, uh, with Flamesgate. But uh, and and then went to my defense, <laughs> went to my defense on Twitter, and then everyone started calling him my burner account. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny's about late forties, early fifties. Next morning, because he because he's he, he I I'd stayed out late. Well, I'm getting flamed up on on Twitter, and oh wow, terrible pun. Uh, and uh, then Johnny steps in when he goes to his room, and then he gets lit up and called burner account. And then the next morning, <laughs> he comes to me. We're going golf, and he's like. Jay, what's a burner account? I'm like, oh, Johnny. I'm like, this is what they think. He's like, why would they think that? He's like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, like, John, I know Johnny from playing hockey. And he's like, I'm trying to back check for you, Jay. And I'm like, thanks, Johnny. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So Johnny sent those shirts. So if by any chance a photo of that uh, comes out of that wedding with a shirt being worn, I will, I will just with all worship the, the ground. All the bridesmaids wearing them. That, that'd be great. That'd we've be got great. we've got a T-shirt uh, somewhere that's all Oilers. Why we, we hosted all the Oilers wives at uh, we're working the you know the kind of back angles to try to get to some player access, and we host the wives for like a private dinner at Little Brick, and then we. Got, I didn't even think that was for player access. That was just to be nice. Well, but uh, it, it was to sh- player access in the sense of we're to show scary. to show that we're actually on their side. 
is what I should fair, say. Fair, Sorry, fair. It, it was a long game for yes, player access. Long game. We're trying to show that we could be a, we're a trusted, safe place that serves a delicious breakfast sandwich. Monday delicious, and Sunday. Uh, beef sandwich as well. Oh, the brisket. Oh, the yeah. brisket. Ooh. Brisket is legit. Looking at that shirt though, I wonder like, is Mrs. Nugent Hopkins the only one still here from that shirt? Oh yeah, we have to go. There's some hilarious names on There's there when you go back and look. We'll have to bring up the shirt and maybe post it. Uh, it's somewhere. It's a hope will never die. T. All the wives signed it. Um, and uh, yeah, there's some funny last names on there. Interesting last names on there, no doubt. Do you have any on his day of his nuptials? Do you have any advice for young Ryan Nugent Hopkins as he embarks on the next stage of his life? Um, it's more of a request. Go ahead. Uh, I just you know I just want him to know that Edmonton loves you and has got your back and. You know, you've got an understanding and loving wife and staying here on your next contract is probably a good idea. Uh, Connor will be here. Uh, I will be here. Uh, Bag Milk will also be here. Always. We got your back. Uh, and just, yeah, just come back. You know, we're going to have some stability for you. And that that stability within the organization is going to provide you stability in your marriage. That's I bet you nice. he goes through way less wives than he did coaches. But in Wait, oh. probably nice. only one wife. <laughs> probably. No, oh, yeah, no, yeah. New Nuge, Nuge, yeah. Nuge, yeah. Nuge, 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 why? Oh, because they're probably going somewhere else for Big Smoke. Yeah, I assume NBC is going to have their own streaming service. Yeah, they all move around. Yeah. This is so annoying. There's going to be all, I'm going to get rid of cable only to have to acquire 15 streaming services for the same price. Yeah. So it's, yeah, we're going to go back to where we were. It's annoying. You just have to stream every channel now. It's terrible. I'm or just you go, just rotate around through them, right? Let's go like, pirate internet and just Yeah, I was just going to say, I can tell you too. boys exactly what to do if you don't want to, if you want to get off this carousel, I can tell you how. All you got to do is bounce a signal off mirror and you get a special Russian decoding device at your home. As long as you know the 58 encrypted key password, you're good to go. Sounds fair. Wanye, if you were going to give Nuge some advice on the day of his wedding, what would it be? You know, Nuge, that's a good one. I assume you're listening. You're going to get married. You're going to settle down with your lovely wife somewhere in Edmonton and probably somewhere else. And things are going to get hot one night and you're going to end up having Junior Nuge. And Junior Nuge is going to be well raised by two nice parents. And one day, let's assume it's a he, he will start Tom Thumb. On that day, he's already older than you. And you were the second youngest player in the house. You got to nut up so you could defeat Junior Nuge. Because that little bastard's probably going to have more facial hair by the age of four than you've accumulated by the age of 30. I would love to know what a dude like Ryan Nugent Hopkins thinks when he rolls into town in September. Now a married man looking at his eighth NHL coach. He's like, hey man, what's going on? You've got to think it's also very strange to be the Nuge and be like, so let me get this straight. You're the first pick overall in the entry draft, correct? And you report to a perennially underachieving team like the Oilers. Yes. You receive zero heat. <laughs> yes, not one bit. But the fans collectively decide that you're a baby. You'd be like, <laughs> weird. <laughs> it is interesting how like Yakupov, all that heat. Taylor Hall, always getting heat. Even my beloved Jordan took it on the yeah. chin. And Nuge is just, everyone loves the Nuge. Like, I know that's the big joke going around and all that, but it is like cemented in truth that 
No one ever blames him for anything because it it's because never his fault. Is it because we don't know anything about him? Is that part no. of that veil that prevents us? No, from, no because no. What, how, what 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 allows us to critique or what we use to critique players? What do you is love basically about the what? Well, his contract. It's, well, yeah, his contract's great. The Nuge is so. Anyways, what 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 fans use to as their sample size to be able to rip a player is their play on the ice, their compete level, their attitude, their ice, their body language, like or what limited rumblings you hear uh, in Edmonton nightlife that one guy's a dick or or whatever. But like you never hear anything bad about the Nuge. He is supremely charitable in the city. His play on the ice stands up. Oh Tell yeah, I don't know. He um, he's always doing that thing with the Oilers and he, the community schools too. Yep, he's, he's he's involved with the schools, but he's the he's the head of the cystic fibrosis Edmonton no chapter. Kidding. So he puts on a big event for that, and he brings up some of his teammates, and they do like a hot stove, and he does that every year and raises a bunch of money for for CF. And so these are all things, but he doesn't brag about it; he just does it. Doesn't he even have social? Uh, oh I, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got a Twitter account that hasn't been active since the Jesse Pulley draft. Uh, then he's also got an Instagram account that is private that he's not accepting yet. I'm still pending for two years now. Ooh, I might try to slide in to see if I can beat you. Good luck. But anyways, somebody's got it. So, but like, and so like that's that's a lot of the, the the story that people don't hear. But like, the Nuge shows up, man. The Nuge competes. He's an un, he's an unreal hockey player. He puts up decent points and he plays a strong two way game. Yeah. He he. he he gets dirty. He gets in the mix. He's got a fire in his belly. Like there's Drop nothing the about this guy's game that you like. It's it's tough to poke holes. Like yeah, sure you wish you had a hundred points, but he's not that guy. Like for a guy that's making six million dollars for the type of game he plays, he is of great value to us. But it's just it's interesting to me to compare him to Leon Drysaddle. And like I love both players, and maybe it's the contract, like you guys said, but like. Leon Drysaddle isn't a guy. He rarely goes and like steamrolls someone with a body check. He's rarely first one in on the four check, and he doesn't really have to be, but he still is fast. But still, he gets like that. He gets knocked around a bit by a portion of the fan base for like never hustling and bad body language and all that. And Nugent Hopkins, like in my head, never strikes me as like a. He never really lays out a massive body check. Like him and Drysaddle, in my opinion, are like very very similar. Drysaddle just has a little more offense, where Nugent has more defense. But it's interesting how like Drysaddle will get chewed on by people. And Nugent well, Hopkins, man, like deservedly so, but he's always in the clear. Well, it's it, I, and I don't want to come. I'm I'm just I'm just poking holes here about mm-hmm. Drysaddle. But yeah, there's times where he makes faces and he looks like a grumpy bear and he looks yeah. disinterested and he doesn't he fail. You know, he doesn't come back on a back check and results in a goal or he gives up on a play. Like those little things, especially if they result in a bad outcome, like a, a goal against, like fans are gonna grab onto that. You don't see that level of i guess taking your foot off the pedal from the nuge i would agree with that yeah, he's talking dirty point. to me right now yeah he, so he like is, is, is yeah is dry better than nuge well from a points basis absolutely uh in offensive upside basis but like nuge is the type of guy you can win a championship with you, you need a nuge on your team yeah Have you see the photos of dry and his dad when he's like eight have you seen that photo? Does he look like grumpy and yes. disinterested? Yes, and then the, he's just like, Ugh. and then the dad's like, Ugh. I think oh. I just might be the cockeyed dry sidle way. Oh yeah, like, I think like resting bitch face is on blast. Well, you can you, you can tell when he's yeah yeah yeah. Even I can his see that. smiles are dark. Yeah, They're like ooh, a grumpy guy smiling because yeah. he's dating Celeste Desjardins. Yeah, he's she's oof. who wouldn't be smiling? Yeah, life of a pro athlete. Good for you, Leon. Good, Good for you, Nuge. I love Leon. Yeah, so congrats, Nuge, on uh, 
you know, having a wife. He's the longest serving Oiler now, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and it's not even like who's second on that list. Is there anyone that's even like coming remotely close? Is it Clefbaum now? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Could be Clefbaum. Yeah. Weird. Terrifying. What a that's time. super weird that Nuge is the longest serving Oiler. And he's still, he's only what, 21? Like that's fascinating. 16. 12 as far as I know. 16, 12. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good joke. That's why we need him on the podcast. Red Jack's deadpan. So when he drops jokes, <laughs> I'm like, is the nude really? Oh, wait a minute. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> you just made me question myself. What else? What else we got in Oilers land? Well, I know you're very excited about Josh Archibald today. Oh boy. Can you RG. believe it? The Josh Archibald came to our city well, to ply his trade at ice hockey. I goals last year. Yeah, 12. He's, actually not bad at all. he's our new. T- so if he's, uh, if he's the 12 goals, that Toby Reader was supposed to score for us last year, we are automatically going to the playoffs. The story of him and Reader is very comparable. In the teens for goals with Arizona, not qualified, brought over to Edmonton. Tell Look, me more about Josh Archibald. Your M-check. Kills penalties, skates well by How old all is accounts. He? 26. When was he drafted? Uh, I don't know when he was drafted, if he was ever drafted. He's a Regina, Saskatchewan boy. Okay, I love that. Okay, um, okay. Salt of the Jack. I just want to stop for a second. Sixth round of the 2011 draft, 174th overall by the Pittsburgh Penguins. Won a cup with the Penguins. I think he's a ring. Walk me through this. Who do you play junior Stats. Hit me this. All right. He was a college guy. Of course. At the University of Nebraska, Omaha. Ooh, go Cornhuskers. And then he, uh, a lot of time in the minors with the Penguins. Only played one game with the Penguins. Uh, Was that like Wilkes-Barr Scranton? Where is there... 2016, he played 10 games there, four in the playoffs, got traded to Arizona. So did he get a cup with Pittsburgh? Yeah, he did. For playing one game? He played four in the playoffs that year. Yep. He had four playoff games that year. Damn. You get a ring for that, eh? Oh, yeah, 100%. If if you're even on the roster, you don't even have to play a game. They give you a ring. They take care of you. Just like former Oiler legend Nathan Walker. There you go. Mm Mm-hmm. And then last year in Arizona, you played 68 games, 12 goals, 10 assists for 22 points. Okay. He is 5'10", 176 pounds, shoots right. Where Where did he play as a junior? Uh, he was a college guy. Yeah, but like before college. Did college he have- he, before college, he played for Brainerd High of the U.S. High School, whatever that is. So he was down Eight in the games, States. two goals, drafted mm-hmm. 170th overall. Yeah, that last year in his high school, he, his draft year, he got 27 goals and 46 assists in 25 points or in 25 games. So 73 points in 25 games. Hell yeah! So um, they have effectively gone out and gotten another kick at the cat of a Toby Reader. Well, now you're looking at their bottom six, right? Just to get nerdy with you for a second. Hit me. You're looking at Lucic is in the mix for that, and then you can go Kara, Gagne, um, Archibald, Josh Curry, Tyler Benson, Cooper Marodi. Kyle Brodziak. There's like Colby 12 Cave. Colby Cave is number nine. Gaetan Haas. Joachim Nygaard. Like, there's only six, if you count the two extra forwards, there's only eight jobs that can go around. And there's a lot of hockey players kind of fighting for that's those That's what Kenny jobs. Holland does. It so is. you told me. And that's what Dave Tippett likes kind of on his teams as well. Like, the one year when Dave Tippett had a 50-win Arizona team, his best player was Shane Doan with 55 points. Right? So like, you're telling me he's going to make Connor stop at 55? Well, I think that might be what... <laughs> okay, we've had enough. That's good. Stop. I think Tippett, that he's comfortable with kind of a lot of really good role players, and that's what he had success with in Arizona, and getting all these role players who know how to buy into a system. I think Ken Holland might be building that identical team and then just going, okay, Dave, here are all these pieces you like on three lines. By the way, instead of your top line being Shane Doan and Redding Verbata, it's Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. 
Wham. So like you give the guy who's driven an old reliable vehicle for 10 years, you go, you can keep your old reliable vehicle, but by the way, here's this Maserati. We're going to weld a different nice. back half onto your car. Yeah. So the back half is a Lambo and the front's an Accord. Oh, you're driving down the street and that thing? Get the gas mileage of an Accord at the trunk space of a Lambo? Oh, that's living. Trunk I don't know if I want to watch this team. Well, the thing I like about Archibald is he's fast and he competes. That's all I care about. Fast competes, kills penalties. And he's, and he's a bona fide NHLer. So there you go. Like that's kind of, that's the perfect blend for a bottom six guy. Offensive upside, can yeah. score you 10 to 15 goals. Can he kill penalties? Yep. Hits like you said, Jake. Competes like you said. If he scores 10 goals next year, oh. I'm happy. Yeah, fine. Great. And it's on a million-dollar deal. So One-year deal, 10 goals? That'd be amazing. And yeah. if they want to bury him in the minors, it costs them nothing against the cap, so they're all good. Yeah, no, it's safe, safe bet. Now, I'm just hoping we're not done yet. I'm still hoping this looming, gigantic Luch trade is still happening. What have you heard? Have you heard any rumblings about that lately? Well, there's just rumors going around that it's that bonus and Jason Greger, our very own Jason Greger reported that the bonus was paid on July 1st. This whole on the 17th thing is hogwash. I've heard from a few different people that it might not be hogwash and that there is this kind of thing with backdoor money between Neil or not backdoor, like the away from the salary cap money, the salary, not the cap hit. It differentiates and there's something to do with it tomorrow. So I heard that if it's going to happen, it's happening tomorrow. I love how Oilers fans are like debating when Milan Luce's bonus is paid in Carolina. They're like, we're going to need you guys to like bring a basketball hoop on the ice and dunk on it because no one gives a shit about hockey. And here we're like, I don't know. Milan Lucic's buyout might in fact be on the 17th of July. I don't think it's going to happen, but if it's going to happen, it's tomorrow. That's kind of the path I've been led down, but I don't know. Everyone pray to the hockey gods. Why wouldn't they want to pay out his bonus and then the next day... Now his value is much more for a trade. Right? That's what it would be because his bonus comes out tomorrow, like as soon as it hits midnight type of thing. Like the bonus can be paid and then you can deal What's with the no bonus. Three million bucks. Nice little deposit. So for some owners and the owners in Calgary, we know what they're like with their current rink situation and all that. They might be sitting there because over the course of the contract, it's $250,000 less per year as a cap hit for James Neal. But he's owed something like an extra $8 million over the course of that deal. It's coming off a bad year. The ownership in Calgary might just sit there and go, you know what? Our fan base doesn't like James Neal. We could probably sell them on big, rugged, tough Milan Lucic, and it's going to save us eight million bucks. And then does Milan or does James Neal come here and just become our new Toby Reader? No, he no. Comes James Neal comes up here and he sets up, and Connor sets him up for clappers for days. Yes. Yeah. Clappers, top cheddar. He he, he, he always top. He has a better top chance. Cheddar, clapper. Yeah, Neal has a better chance in Edmonton than he does in Calgary, and. And we can leverage Neil properly here. Set up on the half boards on the power play. ConCon will find you. Top you cheddar clapper. The, yeah. the best. Yeah, like James Neal, he's played, I want to say, in like close to 10 NHL seasons. Um, he started in 08, 09. So it's been 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. 12 NHL seasons. You want to know how many times he hasn't scored 20 goals? Once. It was last year with Calgary. Mm. Like to think that guy's going to bounce back, I would say it's almost a lock. Because why thinks, the hell would they yeah. want Milan Lucic? That's what I don't understand. Because they don't need, know. they got pushed around in the playoffs. Yeah. They got pushed around the playoffs. Which we got pushed which around is, the playoffs. Which is Bangor. weird because they let Garnet Hathaway go, which would be kind of counterintuitive to that mm-hmm. kind of line of thought. But uh, they can get the, the big guy. Uh, it's wishful thinking, but if that happened, that would be unreal. There was like, fantastic. There was like a weird rumor floating around. This is sort of connected to Calgary, or it is connected to Calgary, 
Um, it was about a month ago that there would be some Goudreau for Taylor Hall swap coming up. Yeah, right. That like Goudreau really wants to go back, play in the States. Taylor Hall's a free agent. And Calgary, again, worried that they get pushed around and that they're too small would like be chomping at the bit to make that deal. Can you imagine being an Oilers fan and watching a team in Calgary that features Talbot, Lucic, and Hall? I don't need trade Maybe rumors to be true for them to entertain. No, they're, me they're too. I just like when you say that, like, oh, can you imagine what a loser well, Hall is? I get is. so oh excited, though. That's the yeah, thing. I know, I get, that's I, good. But it's I the get so fiction that I, I like. I know, and then it doesn't happen. You're like, fuck. Oh, I just like like contemplating the outcome. Like, can you imagine Hall, the Battle of Alberta, wearing that damn sea with the flame on it? I don't need to come true for it to be interesting. Is Eklund still big? Yeah, I think so. He's is still he? pumping out. He crap. thinks he's big. Well, but. There was one year he was on Trade Deadline Show. Yeah, but he's, he's everywhere. Yeah, he's O for lifetime, I think, on any of his predictions. Hey, man, I give him credit, though, for making a business out of it. Oh, yeah. No. People Just don't shit out the walls. I think he gets it. It's yeah. like Jerry Springer being fake. Like, Eklund exactly. understands that people just want to contemplate Hall for Goudreau. Yeah, and who was on TV for 20-plus years? Jerry Springer with that yeah. fake-ass shit. Yeah, exactly. Amen. Yeah, Eklund is still at it. He says uh, his most recent work... Brayden Point could be moved. Detroit, Montreal, and dot, 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 hockeybuzz.com. Oh, <laughs> and then he ends it there. He like teases you. Oh, he had me. Remember how he had his phone number in his bio? I think he still does. Have you ever phoned that year, Amtrak? Yep. Feel free. Call or text my cell. You want to get him on? <gasps> how funny would that be? We cold called. When we get the new fancy <gasps> board in, we'll cold call cold Eklund. Call Eklund, that'd be sweet. Hey, I are we going to start pranking running. people if we get a cold? We should a... definitely prank people and take calls in. Just live calls. Who knows what's going to happen? Get weirdos we'll in the mix. Record it during Stoffer's show and call into Stoffer's show live on real life. We oh, should get the voice get AI guessed. activated and like put like two thousand episodes of Stoffer's show through, and then call into Stoffer's show as Stoffer. <laughs> oh yeah! Like you can get pretty yeah. awesome like mimicking of voices now. Right? Where you like <laughs> type in stuff and then they'll say it in the guy's voice if there's enough audio around of them. Well, and we and uh, Bag Milk and I listen to Howard Stern, and we've heard. Millions and millions of prank, different types of prank calls. Yeah, just so. chop those up and put them on a soundboard. Oh, yeah. There's some good ones. You don't see many people volunteering their phone number on Twitter. He must get so... Why would he do that? It can't be his real number. can't be. He has to have like a, a secondary phone for it. But is it not... Like just knowing what Twitter is like, how is that phone not just a constant shit show of people texting me like you're a fucking moron? Yeah. You know, that Neil trade did Tampa Bay never came through you piece of shit i assume is most of his text maybe that's what he's into just getting belittled via text it's probably just a bat phone that he has to sit on the yeah. table he never checks if you there there's code you can write so that just by calling your phone you don't even need to answer i can take over your phone hmm. so i could that's like terrifying. go through your search history oh I could, no like, ghost your um, passwords for everything you sign into and all that kind of shit i'd like to know eklund's search history is eklund smart enough to know that if he puts a phone number up on there and writes a similar script, everyone phoning Eklund, he could take over their phones. <laughs> He's mining all of Twitter's data right now. He's got a giant identity theft pyramid scheme going. Oh, he tweeted on July 4th, no day off, dot, 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 new blog after I received a text, dot, 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 killer Marner offer sheet coming one year, 13 mil, hockeybuzz.com. Unbelievable. Nice. It must be freeing to just write whatever you want. Yeah, man, it's fiction. Taylor Hall. Offered 14-year contract by the New York Islanders. That's or to a guy, follow, question mark? Hockey buzz. I would love to get truth serum and have him on a podcast and be like, all right, man, 
what's going on here? Like, do you actually have people who text you and all those people just bullshit with you and like fuck with you because they think it's funny? Do you actually think you're breaking news? Or in his head, did he actually do this as like a business thing? He's like, I'm just going to start wild ass hockey rooms. Eklund like, makes like, money. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. And he has 30 writers writing about shit. He didn't wear those Google Glass for free, man. Uh uh-uh. What's that? You remember Google Glass? Like I, do I remember Google Glass? I was a glass hole. There was like, uh, he was at one of the drafts or whatever. When This is when nobody knew what Eklund looked like. And then a bunch of pictures came out of him cruising around at the draft wearing Google Glass. Oh, my God. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't get those for free, man. Those page views pay for them Google Glass. One time I saw this video of a guy in a, or I think it was a blog post, of a guy in a subway, Larry Page, came and sat down in the subway and he was wearing Google Glass in the beginning. And the guy looked at him and goes, are you Larry Page? And he said, yeah. He goes, are those Google Glasses? And he went, yeah. And he said, what's it like? He said, it's the future. And he got off the fucking subway. That's how I imagine Eklund. Man, that's a story for your day. Setting yourself up. So Eklund has to get it. I get. He's like, you to. know what I figured out is that I had some people in the know. This is what I would bet. Mm-hmm. He had some people in the know. Then he started being like always bugging them for the shit. And they were like, no more. And then he got like some weirdos who were like one yeah. concentric mm-hmm. ring out, like the Trina Zoyles of the world. And then he realized that it didn't actually matter if he was ever right. People read it no matter what because... They get excited by rumors, not by news. He's like a weatherman. If he gets it Whoa, right, great. Would you just say people get excited by rumors, not by news? Yeah. Where'd you hear that? I Journalism just, school? I just, well, we just we just kind of talked about how that was happening because we're excited about the fan fiction. Yeah, like I just kind of spit that out. That was kind of the recap of our little conversation. Yeah. People love to hear the Jessapuli Yarvi trade talk will be infinitely more exciting than when the trade happens. When the trade happens and it's the Oilers trade Yesapulia Yarvi for who, who, your insert MJ. B-level prospect ah. here. It'll just be like, all right, well, let's see how it is. Yeah. I like that. People get excited by rumors, not by news. Can we should I, start telling nothing but lies. Remember when I thought that Sam Gagne was going to be the captain of the team? Well, <laughs> well, we were told that you were on the right scent. It's just, hey, they hired Eakins and he changed everything because he had a cycling buddy. Yeah. I know for a fact. Not really. But I know pretty damn well that Horkoff on the way out named the captain as his tradition named Sam Gagne. It was overturned. Point being, people got excited by the rumor, not by the news. That's barely 12 years later. and Twitter barely brings it up. Fuck. I love that they still bring that up. I you. embrace it. It's the oh, best. you have to. I'm, yeah, it's no problem. Okay. I wanted to share this with you. Every NA, or every player on the Blues is getting their day with the cup and all that. Ken Campbell, resident old guy at the Hockey News, tweeted this. I'm sure the next guy from the St. Louis Blues who gets the Stanley Cup will be thrilled that Robbie Fabry's dogs were eating spaghetti and meatballs out of it on Monday. It amazes how the NHL allows and condones players treating the cup like it's a dog bowl. He was getting roasted in the mentions and followed it up with, it deserves to be touched and admired and hugged and have the names traced by people's fingers. But I'm not crazy about kids shitting in it, dogs eating spaghetti out of it, and girlfriends peeing in it. That's is that reach. not the weirdest? Are girls shit? peeing in the cup? I uh, drank out of it. That, that's a reach. That's Legit, a reach. I did. Make. But this guy is like super mad because like of the gross stuff that's going on. With so now cup. hold on. I'm sure because we were very fortunate. We got to see the cup this year, Bagel. Very exciting. I'm not allowed to talk about it. No. Nope. We'll talk about it a little bit for yeah. the purposes of this conversation. I got to put on a ring. It was dope. That guy that is with the cup surely disinfects it. Well, well of course. That thing gets. That thing gets. So you're not eating out of a no. But no one's letting their girlfriend pee in the. The cup, only are people they? that are affected by that are the people at that party, 
that have to eat after the dog. And who really cares? Even if they're in a hell of a fetish play, you know? Just, yeah. just wash that thing up. It's not I, made of canvas. I had the fortunate opportunity to eat Oodle Noodle out of the Stanley Cup. Wow. Yeah. We filled that thing up with two boxes of Mongolian and went to town. And did you just eat it with your face like a dog? Well, I wanted to, but I used uh, chopsticks. Because you're a gentleman. But anyways, I Probably. That was like the weirdest old man. Before. Yeah, that's an old man yells at cloud take if I've ever heard one. Like, who fucking cares? Like, I've heard, I, I guarantee you way worse has happened and it's still not even that bad. That thing gets cleaned and treated like gold yeah. when that it, guy, that, it goes cool to bed thing. at midnight. Yeah. It goes through its little cleansing phase and... Disinfecting He's phase. probably pouring bleach in that thing every oh, yeah. time someone gets it. It was it was funny though that night though where we all drank from the cup. There's like seventy of us. That like the next day everyone kind of like had a sore throat. <laughs> like yeah, man, let's get kind of because one person was sick and seventy other people. It was caught amazing. It. it was like drinking electricity. I'll tell you one thing though. If I ever get the chance, you know Frank's going up in the bowl. Frank will look great in that thing. Absolutely, be adorable. Speaking of looking great, you Remchuk, you know what make you look great? A brand new suit from our friends at Indochina. Bravo. Ooh. What you need to do is you need to head on to any of their showrooms. They're around North America or go to Indochino.com. Get yourself measured up. Get yourself a suit that you like. Customize that baby. And within two to three weeks, you will have a wrinkle-free suit right out of the box delivered to your door. Jay had it happen. Chris, the former intern, had it happen. It is an experience you will not forget. Hook me up. Well, you're in luck. You can go down there, and for the low, low price of whatever they charge, you can buy one absolutely free, except for the price of what they charge and your time. So what you need to do is you need to go to Indochino.com, get the process started, choose your style, customize your suit, get measured up online, and store those measurements in their website for the next time you need a suit, and then you can buy another one. It's two suits for the price of two. Go ahead. We just, uh, talking about the free component, uh, we just sent a buddy of ours down. He's like, and he was blown away with actually how affordable it was. So What's your excuse now, Tyler? Yeah, good value. I don't have one. I need a, more places to wear a suit. You can just wear one here if you want. That's a good point. It'd be nice. Although it's hot in here. It is very hot in here. Head on down to Indochino.com. Get the process started today. Get yourself a new suit. Upgrade your wardrobe. The people around you will appreciate it. Bring the conversation back to me. Do you remember what I got right about the Oilers? that was such a scoop on the mainstream media uh, that Robin Bradley phoned me probably 40 times in an hour. And I just sat there in my old house having a beer and laughing. Do you remember that bag, Bill? Absolutely, I do. What did I say? I don't remember. I said that Comrie was coming back to Edmonton. Oh, yeah, you did. You did. And I even I knew that. his term. And it was when it was insane. Like, there was no rumblings about him coming back. There was no rumors he wanted to no, come back. Right Everybody hated Comrie. Your old pal Wanye broke the news. Brownlee, who's legitimately friends with Comrie, wanted to kill me. But he didn't. And then I looked to back it up with my breaking news on Gagne. No one remembers the Comrie news. They just remember what you got wrong. I'll tell the people your story, Wanye. Thank you. My Comrie, round two. You nailed it. Respect my Comrie coming back, man. I like, remember everybody getting fired up because he got in that he got in a scrap in a preseason. Yeah. Game. He scored and then got in the fight. He had no need to come back to Edmonton and face down all of his demons, and he did. And I respect it. Yeah, man. He probably wanted to come back. He did. He said he's like I didn't like how it ended. Huh? He's a good guy. I hope he got in on that stuff by Duff money. Oh yeah, he's all right. Nice. She's yeah. all right, and he's all right, and their kids all right, and everybody in that whole situation they're all right. Yeah, they're all. Right. all right. You boys watching Big Brother this summer or what? It's all I got in the summer. It's all I got ever. That and Lucic trade rumors. 
the odd Sam Gagne captain rumor. Mm. Imagine he was named captain before we get into Big Brother. Imagine for some reason Connor McDavid woke up one morning and said, for the next one game, I am not the captain of the team. I'm giving it to Sam Gagne for reasons only I know. Would I then have been correct? That would have been sweet. But yeah. like, would I technically have been correct then by saying he was going to come back? Absolutely. Or would that be a different captaincy? Absolutely. Has the ship sailed on me ever having any redemption on this? What if he gets an A? I feel like that should you get half marks. Yeah. There's a real chance. Well, maybe not. Does Twitter give out half marks? They should. The bastards. They won't. Probably not. You know what? Who cares? You took a shot and you shot it. And hey, it didn't go in, but it was, it was it was an educated shot. And who gives a shit? Remember Tyler your Amtrak? Remember that guy? Hmm. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, it. he had a thing one time. He told me people are excited by rumors, not by news. Ah, I think he's onto something. That's what I'm titling the episode. By the way, oh yeah, yeah. I wrote it down on a piece of paper. Wrote T. Remchuk. Yeah. Right, yeah. It's a good quote. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing. Like I started tweeting about the Oilers potential or the leaked Oilers third jersey that I saw, and all that. People are going to be way more excited at the thought of that maybe being the Oilers third jersey than they will be when the Oilers third jersey yes. drops. Yeah, watching them get mad was fun. It was great. Yeah. Encouraging that type of like. Echo chamber of rumor and excitement. That's our jobs. Yeah. Yeah. It's trolling in a way. That's okay. Mild trolling. Mild. Adorable trolling. Like we're popular in the late 90s. The cottage cheese of trolling. Delightful. Big Brother, US, season 21. Kind of a shit cast. Oh, that's what cool. they say the first episodes every year. Yeah. Well, because we're still at the stage of the who is this person yeah. stage of the show. Yeah, I'm still, I see you've got the cast up so you can nail the names. Uh, I have to do the same because I know who everyone is, but I'm horrific with names. Yes, I know their faces and their plot lines. Yeah. Things that are entertaining. Let's just, just spitball them and then just go around. Here's what I think, first of all. If you're going to bring in an old guy. Who, Cliff? It, yeah, Cliff. It's got to be like. Cliff of Maniacs or what does he call his uh, fans? How about that guy just burning his own bridge? Oh, oh that was so depressing. Possibly. But like, if you're going to bring in an old guy, why not bring in like three? Because the old guy always gets punted like super early. He's on the block. Not again. Evil Dick. Yeah. No, that's true. Evil Dick stuck it out till the end. He could win comps though. It seems like all the old guys they bring bringing in lately are just like yeah. schlubs, round, chubby dads, right? Like me. But like, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I lo- you want to love him because he seems like such a lovable guy. Yes. And like. <laughs> and he's rich. The, the other thing too is a petroleum Cliff, engineer. Yeah, a global petroleum engineer. He's like, oh, I was just in the ch- like Oman working on Cliff ain't there for no hundred thousand dollar prize. Yeah, there. but he wants to win it. His idea of competing is forming an alliance with a guy who's outside of the game. Yeah. That's well, how about so the guy? Good. So how about that guy? <laughs> while we're laughing at people, that's AJ RJ. What's his name? Obi. 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 Trice has that power from the weird challenge and still gets sent. To the banishment camp has a power to take, but he couldn't use it. Why not? Because it was past. Because uh, he got backdoored, so he has to use it before the veto ceremony, and he got so it happened after. So oh, he couldn't, so he use, couldn't it. use his power to get off the block. No, he oh, couldn't I was use like, it. What kind uh-huh. of idiot yeah. has this freaky power? But it, it's interesting how far from the normal plot line of a Big Brother this season is. Yeah, yeah they tried to make like it a up. banishment camp. And having all these weird powers being dealt out like cards at an Uno tournament. Oh, Cliff Hogg the third. Trust me, oh, fifty third on there. Yeah, nice. So what else is funny? It is funny. What's the? Uh... I also find it funny that that uh, her name's Isabella, just completely turn coding on her alliances and just immediately and she yeah. is and saying she can't keep her mouth shut. She can't Hilarious. stop telling everyone and everything to everyone. Like everything. She's gonna like. 
like yeah so i like the, the spin here that they're trying to flip it so they go against the mm-hmm. grateful and what about when um jason momoa sam oh that guy's that a goof. blew up he's blew up grateful because I, I love the trucker the trucker is high energy lovable guy they've made him the night his grandpa died Sam Very Smith. sad. Oh it's man, depressing. that's the worst way ever to find that news out. By the way. Oh yeah. But like the thing that I could think about, like, is a dark thought. But like, he goes in there, they hand him the envelope. I'm like, oh shit, this is bad news. But you know, there was a producer that's like, this shit's got to be on camera for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah they're like that. <laughs> Rating anyway, gold. Ahead. Where like poor trucker at uh, Sam, right? Sam. Yeah. So Sam Smith. He, and and Bella's like, there's eight, and you're the ninth breaks it to him which pisses him off and he's keeping it quiet which i like because he's gonna try to ninja this and then he goes to talk to jack and jack breaks out grateful i gotta do what's the best for grateful i mean uh <laughs> it slips up for him like five seconds later what a dummy and then you got and then you got mickey i do not enjoy this guy i'll tell you 20 Mi- reasons why mickey is he is he's not good at this game did you have to put in a piece of gum mid podcast <laughs> I like to do things. Valid, I, I, I valid your M Chuck. I didn't even realize I did it. This is why we got a video of this shit. Anyway, fat chance of that. Me and Bag Milk are ghosts. Mm-hmm. Ja- Mickey, Mickey is so neurotic. He is not good at this game. He's this overplaying is, yeah. it. Yeah, he's really overplaying he, it. He 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 does the thing with the vote and then tells someone about it, which is a no no. You want to keep the chaos going, but then. He's trying to cover up his tracks and he's overcompensating yeah. and everyone around him. I was him. actually really proud in that cl- not cl- what's the, the 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 guy with the beard? Who, yeah, yeah, uh, Bella's boy. Uh, oh, Nick. Uh, Nick. He looks like McDavid. Uh, Does he that. not look like a Connor McDavid that just met bad friends in high school? Well, and he has really hockey? bad. He's like a bowl cut. He's someone's yeah. got to do some about them bangs. But when he when when they left and and Mickey was doing his big speech about how that girl nicole had probably done the weird vote and all this reasoning why i was like man people always fall for this shit and then he leaves the room that nick guy immediately is like uh-uh that guy did it for sure yeah shit. i respected him yeah. i respect that guy nick he might actually go a long way now i have to take things back to the beginning of the season with christy who's the girl from staten island who well, i like her guy. who's connected to the broadway tommy, dancer tommy brock yeah, but so so in her like opening like speech or whatever and they do like the little bio she says she just got out of a relationship with a much older woman and somehow this much older woman is family to, to tommy to tommy is yeah. it his mom I, I i cannot wait to hear what the hell the connection is and how much older this lady probably is. probably like his aunt I was his mom. That'd be dope. Oh yeah, but like, so but funny. but they're broing down really hard. Yeah, they are. Those two, like, they are. They are. Well, they've been quoted as a couple. They're but, keeping it kind of like that secret, though. They're keeping that pretty well. They have, yeah. Well, no, because now they're being outed as a couple. That's true, but like, but no like, how is? I, I, this oh, is they're outing I'm, their connection. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought. I think a lot of times, Big Brother is a lot more staged than it looks like. Right, in this instant, yeah. But in this instance, I don't think that they actually knew. It would be so difficult for Big Brother to like map the so. I suppose you could use Facebook, but like who knows who in the zoo? It would almost be impossible for them to figure out that that Christy and that Tommy know each other. They knew. The show didn't. Know. The show knew. The show knew. In the advance. show knew. Yeah, yeah. Julie said that like you'll find out that people is some people actually know each other. Oh, really? Yeah. No, the they show can knew. use social media. Yeah. Annalise, very disappointing. At first, I was like, soccer star. She's gonna kick some ass in some comps. She party though. Oh yeah. Uh, give her time. 
give her time. Yeah, she's she's quiet. She's she's getting what is who she's hooking up with Aquaman, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. So. They all sort of squared off pretty fast. Aqu- well, season. I know and Aquaman, he's He's trying. He's too. He's trying to be too much of an alpha and trying to push. I don't enjoy a man. Push the agenda too much. I find him that's annoying. yeah. It's, he looks yeah. like R. Kelly. I find him annoying too. When he has his that's hair, that's what back, he looks like. He I've looks been like R. To- Kelly man. Oh, when he has his hair in a bun and he's being filmed face on the diary room, he looks like R. Kelly. I can see it. It's the eyes and nose, like that combination. And he has like, like he almost had cornrows one episode. Yeah, Catherine Dunn. The lady from Texas, the blonde lady. Oh, God. I hate she, her. She blew up on social media because she has a boyfriend outside the house. And they had, like, videos of her, like, being like, goodbye, honey. I'm going in the house. I love you. I love you so much. Da, 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 da. And then, like, six days later, she's in the bed with Mickey. Oh, jeez. Oh. And then and then, and then gives... Um, uh, they brought those former Big Brother stars back for, like, like Swaggy C and... Oh, oh Tyler! Yeah, they brought back Tyler. She was they like, brought back Tyler, and they're the two bros. Ty, Ty, it's Brett. 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 Yeah, and she's like, Brett, call me. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Her boyfriend's just like, what the living? Oh, fuck? yeah. They they had him like this. People on social media are animals, but they had like DMs. Somebody DM this dude in Dallas and tracked him down. They're like, what do you think of all of this? He's like, oh, blah blah blah. It's very hurtful. Blah, blah, blah. And then the guy's like publishing the DMs and they're. Catching off at the stands. Damn. I really hope Bella and uh, what the hell is his name? What's her boyfriend? Nick. Nick. I hope they flip. I hope they flip. I hope they flip. My boy in the show. They have a chance. There's like, I'm not really, I just, they have the power. I hope they try to take a shot. Why not? I'm always a fan of taking shots. I know know they're ungrateful right now. I hope they take the shot. I find that they're still in the uh, very polite phase of the show. The first I, two, three, four. I know, but yeah, you yeah, gotta get a, you gotta you get don't rid know of those two. Mm-hmm. You gotta get rid of one of them. So who yeah. going around the table? Let me go first. Favorite character? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Favorite boy, character? Who you think is gonna win? Both. I always yeah. want my favorites to win. That's why the others fan. Fair. Tommy is my boy. Oh, I love yeah. his catchphrases. I love how he's like, "That's not how my mother raised me." And then like <laughs> runs <laughs> out of well, everything's room. a Broadway show, yeah. and he's leaping. Yeah, and, he's and everything is just like choreographed. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a so poet. his social game is going to take him extremely far. Everyone likes him. Everyone likes him. I just don't know if he's got the game in him. We'll see. He can float. Floaters go oh, a long way. He's going to go a long way because everyone loves him, and he doesn't when create he, any ripples. No, but he has been somewhat generated a target slightly because he's been now paired with someone. Yeah, what do you mean? Well, they're saying that him and uh, Staten Island girl, Christy, Christy, are what a couple? Well, like they're they're, they're connected. <laughs> oh, I People see. People like, like, yeah, there's I four hate to couples tell you in this. the house. Tommy ain't doing this for the gals if you catch my drift. Oh yeah, I love though. Like when it comes time for Tommy when he's on the block and it's mm-hmm. the time for an impassioned speech. Two hundred years of history of Broadway will flow through oh, him. Gee, it's, it's just gonna muscle be a, memory. That's gonna be amazing. Oh, it's gonna nail it. The yeah, tears are going to stream. But when he was like the the, the, the hissing Beatles. And he oh, was just yeah. batting them away. Oh, yeah. I like some of those gross out competitions. The stinking one. That's yeah. cool. I could have handled the stink, but the snake one. Holy shit. Even though I don't like Mickey, he was a boss dealing with those snakes. Mm-hmm. He wasn't scared of anything. My guy, and I'm going to steal it before Jay does, is Sam. Yeah, me too. From the moment I saw him do that thing, his his bio video where he's like, I got this tribal tattoo on my arm because I hang it out the, the truck window. window. Yeah. I just like, oh, my, oh, he's my boy. This guy is my guy. He is shot out of a cannon. He's got it. So he's got good social game too, and and he wants to play game, but he's he's on the outside looking in of the of the of grateful. So he's just gotta 
but I think he's not he's not leaking information. He's going around and he's listening and he's assembling information. So I actually do think he has a shot. Yeah, I think he's actually like wicked smart too. I think there's more to his brain than he's letting on with this whole I just drive trucks all the time. My sleeper pick though, David. Comes back from the camp. Oh, I was just about to rip him. I, I think there's Oh, a, he is he is dry, dry multi-grain toast. I think that's an angle that like the producers of the show would love though. Like back from the camp, whatever, all that, and pushing him through a little bit. I, I think we could see him. I think we could see him go pretty far. He's just boring. He is. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Fun facts about yourself off the website. I went to school with the mega rap group Migos. What? Who? David. What? Well, you think he'd be a lot That's cooler if he did? Yeah. Well, he is a lot cooler if he uh, is. Maybe they weren't well, I mean, you went to school with Migos. I went to school with, with the mega rap group Migos. Yeah, wait, but Migos. the three, aren't they all different ages, Migos? Yeah, they're cousins, though. So you could have I thought one, one was nine, an uncle. Five grade. I thought one was uncle. You're thinking of uh, LMFAO. I'm thinking of LMFAO too, but <laughs> I thought I thought one of the Migos was no, maybe not. They're all not shuffling every day okay. anymore, Tyler. Well, you guys have right. really cornered me, and it's slim pickings. Migos on Migos on which Migos cousin? <laughs> I'm I just copied Bag Milk. I said Sam's gonna win. Too. Well, S- Sam is definitely my favorite, he's and my I guy. think he's got a chance. But you know, I've got a soft spot for Nicole. I can see that. Why not? I, 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 it's in, yeah. Like she was also with Cliff doing the alliance, <laughs> and it's also been called out because Cliff did his little Cliff that notes was as in the dumb morning. As you can be. Oh god, I've got this, and he's walking around the out. But you gotta love Cliff. But uh, I just, I think, like, I think people like her. She's not. I thought she'd be more like neurotic in the sense of like, yeah. like she, 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 she is anxious about her position. But she's not too crazy about it, so she doesn't create too many waves. So I, I can see her going far. I and, and I hope I, I I I yeah. I just I like Nicole. Doesn't this picture of Mickey that's on the Big Brother website make him look like a ventriloquist dummy? He's got a very, <laughs> so, a very strange I jawline. Oh, I struggle with Mickey because he's just so like he's just so high on himself and. He thinks he knows the game better. He thinks he's yeah. smarter than everyone, but like when you watch him, how he executes, and now he's like tries to communicate with people. Like he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna break the when he when he broke up with uh, the Texan girl." He talks in cliches and catchphrases. Yeah, yeah, I was like, "Oh wow, like you're a real gamer here." Like, no, yeah, it was, it was very weird. Do we before have any we, final yeah, thoughts? Before we on wrap this up, yeah. I want to get because you you're quite right, um, Migos. You're check. I'm, I'm very impressed with you today. Thank you, so, Migos. Uh, Offset and Quavo are cousins, and Takeoff is Quavo's nephew. There you go. They were all raised together by Takeoff's mother, Quavo's older sister. But they're 27, 23, and 23. Okay, so one is enough, but it is close in age. So I, I, I see how that could get a little confusing. 27, I'm... 27, and 23. Sorry, there's two yeah, old yeah. ones and one younger. Yeah, okay. Makes sense. Well, makes hey, it, makes a lot of sense. Everything you want to know. Go well, download Migos. Yeah, go download Migos. Go download Real Life. And maybe after you download Real Life, you'll go download Oilers Nation Radio as well. Let's make it a whole event. That's a whole day right there. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Episode 130 of Nation Real Life is over. I just lost my trend of thought.
Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.